0: Hey, everyone, this is Philip, and this is the best of the week for the Everyday Fighter podcast.
1: For our egos, there's probably nothing better uh, than to get squashed, get, you know, beat by these people because – and I think – Quite truthfully, that's probably helped with my own crap and my own stuff too, is just, you know, uh, getting, uh, you know, getting that ego squashed and coming back and doing it again and doing it again and doing it again. And now, I mean, that's really where confidence is developed, I think, in a human being overall, you know, being unsuccessful, but determining that you're going to keep persevering through whatever the struggle is. And, yeah. and I, like I said, I've just never, I have never come across something that is so analogous to that, like jujitsu.
0: How long did it take you to get that point though? Because I mean, God, I know there are times and you know, I don't I don't I don't roll uh, much. I mean, we do a bit of a grapple mostly clinch work. Um, yeah. but you know, I definitely know the feeling of getting my ass beat <laughs> in yep. one way or another. Yep. And I couldn't even put my finger on when I kind of, you know, uh, you know, got over the hump, but you talk about that. Uh, you know, you mentioned it a, a few times now. It was just, you just, the, the success comes when you show up. Yes. Right? We, um, did you, do you remember a time when, or like, was there a moment when you're like, okay, this is the grind. You just like, kind of like surrendered to it. And like, and then now you have this, this realization that, that you can go to.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the, the Gracie combatives, I, I you know, all the different programs in jujitsu have their good parts and bad parts, you know, things that you change. I think one of the things that Gracie, uh, Gracie's do so well is they, they really simplify a lot of it. Uh, and then our particular gym, they really don't want you rolling an open mat. I think it's about maybe about six to eight months is what they say. It just has a, not a, not a rule, but a generally speaking, I think that to answer your question, it was when I, I walked through the, the door on a Saturday morning. Cause we have open mat Saturday morning from roughly nine or uh, 10 to 1130. And so the first time I ever walked into that, you know, I was going, Oh geez, I've, I, I'm not, a, I never wrestled or anything. So I didn't know. And they kind of, so there's, there's two groups, there's the group, there's combatives. And then there's, um, uh, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm, but then there's the upper there's the higher group, which is blue belts and up Uh, uh, master cycle. That's what it is. And um, so they were giving me a hard time about it uh, one night. And I said, you know, you know what, I'm going to be there tomorrow. And I was just kind of, you know, talking out of my ass and because trying to these
0: were like credit. the more advanced folks that would show up. For oh yeah. Mat. Okay.
1: The, these are the guys that were just, they would destroy everybody. It, and it was also, but I didn't really have a relationship really with, with too many of them, but they were just, we were out somewhere and they were giving me a hard time. Like you're going to be there tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to be there tomorrow. Like the whole time going, Oh great. I'm going to get destroyed. And, and so, but I went that next morning, um, and i went afraid and i walked in and got my ass just handed to me the for an hour and a half to two hours straight and left there like i had just conquered mount everett or something (laughs) it was it was just a such a tangible um high for me and i i literally i remember going home absolutely drenched in sweat and hurting and my wife was like how was it i was like i got
0: Ass kicked for two hours. It was awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> the
1: next day, I literally I woke up with uh, with uh, bruises all over my arms and my legs, and it, I was just a mess. But uh, and then after that, it it was every Saturday, and you know, unless we were out of town or something. But I've missed maybe a handful of times since that that time. And somebody said to me one time, "Saturday morning is like Christmas morning. Every Saturday is." And I remember going, come on, it's not, I don't know, it's not that extreme, but I know exactly what he's talking about now. Cause it is, it, there's a level of excitement. There's a, there's, there's a little bit of an anxiety, but you know, we go in and you know, you chit chat and you stretch and then it's on and you put your mouthpiece in and clinch down on it. And you know, human chest, here we go.
0: Now, after you go through that progression, the next one would be actual sparring, right? So kind of take this technique that you've been learning all through these uh, previous steps and apply it in a much more dynamic environment, and that is sparring, right? Now, here's the thing, though. It, it's usually a challenge for people to make that last transition, from okay, I can hit I can hit mitts, uh, but actually hitting somebody else, like aiming for their face, emotionally, psychologically, that that's a challenge in and of itself. It's also a challenge, actually getting that technique performed upon you. So not only do you have to think about okay, let me throw my jab cross at this person's head. Oh my gosh, they're throwing back. At me too, so it's it's almost exponential in terms of the difference um, as far as uh, the the progressions go. So if you think of like kind of like a hockey stick of difficulty, that transition from kind of moving from mitts to live sparring is a really big challenge for a lot of people. And um, one of the reasons for that is because they are still focused on just doing the technique itself. So what I'll typically see is that they're moving around, right? They're they're kind of, you know, the people that are sparring, they're they're moving around in relation to each other, but then there's a lot of start and stops where okay, take a couple steps, throw the technique, take a couple steps, throw the technique. And you know, they're trying to apply all the things that they've learned in those same kind of static modalities to this other environment. And they're just focused solely on the technique. And that's the challenge really, is that they're thinking too much about performing the techniques. What helped me in making that transition was that I realized that focusing solely on the techniques wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go. And I had to actually look at what the whole point of all of this was in the first place. I wasn't in class to learn the technique itself. I was in class to learn how to be safe, to learn how to fight, to learn how to move my body in a way that would be useful if I had to defend myself. Okay, so once I got that, it made things much, much easier. I I focused less on the technique and focused more so on safety and movement, right? Being good at that. And once I got that down, that particular technique that we're learning is just now inserted in as a kind of a a, a secondary goal or that particular goal helps me get to my overall goal which is safety and self-defense and and movement.